Welcome to the Insurance Talk with Galizano Insurance Podcast. Here's your host, Margaret Galuski. Well, hello everyone. Charlie McDermott back here as the co-host of the show with Margaret. Margaret Galuski. Margaret, how you doing? Great. How are you this morning? I'm doing terrific. And uh, as I shared off mic, I'm really interested in this topic. I, I mean, hey, let's face it. I, I'm interested in, in all your topics because you take insurance one, make it interesting. You know, it's it's like if you if you talk to most folks about insurance, it's like hit the snooze alarm, you know, like wake up, Charlie. I, we, we were talking about X and and you have a very, very I mean, you opened my eyes uh, last time we spoke about something that's going on in the solar world. That's really important, I think, for home. Well, not I think I know now after talking with you. Uh, so I'd love for you to get into that a little bit. So let's start there, Margaret. Fill us in on what uh, what you're seeing uh, with homeowners that are installing solar pa- solar panels. Yeah. So, you know, with the rising cost in electricity, more and more people are, you know, of course, embracing the idea of solar panels, which is yeah. great. Nothing against solar panels. If, if it's, you know, if it's financially beneficial, you know, people should definitely take that route, that route. But what people tend to not realize is that um, many carriers either a won't take the panel won't insure the property. Once you put the panels on, you'll get a non-renewal, which right now what? in this. Yeah. What? Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine that? You know, thinking you're doing something great for the environment and, and, and hopefully great for your utility costs. Yeah. And and everything's moving and grooving. And then whatever, six months later, you get the notice in the mail saying, ah, you no longer have insurance. So here's the interesting thing. And I, as an insurance agent, found it really interesting that a, a lot of carriers, they don't want to have the risk of the what's called net metering. And that's where, you know, people get their credits or the, the you know, they get a check. And right. they see that as a commercial exposure um, and they just don't want to get mucked up in all of that. So, you know, the first question I ask when when people are getting solar panels is, well, do they do net metering? Because if if they have net metering, that's going to limit their choices even more. It's not going to make it impossible, Charlie. Yeah, but yeah. these are questions that people need to ask the solar right. panel installers. Another thing that I want to bring up is just because the panels are acceptable doesn't mean they're going to be covered in the event of a hurricane. I actually have carriers that say, yeah, we'll cover them and we'll we'll add them. But it, if there's a hurricane related loss, they're not covered. Okay. So there are actually solar panel companies that offer their own separate rider for for that type oh, of loss. Yeah. Yeah. Not all. Yeah. Um and those are the ones that I, I really recommend do your homework and yeah. make sure because, you know, we're all coming off the heels of Ian yeah. and solar panels can range depending on how many you get between 60,000, 80,000, $120,000. Wow. Um, if you lose those to a windstorm and you go to claim that, you're going to be pretty upset if you if that wasn't explained to you on the outset or if it was yeah. explained to you and you just forgot and you think, OK, we're good for another 30 or 40 years from an Ian. It won't happen again. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, and the other part, you know better than anyone, you know, the, the difficulty of finding, I was going to say reasonable insurance, but but forget that, just any insurance. I mean, it, it, the, the marketplace has, has, so I guess so many insurance companies have pulled out of Florida over yes. the past year, right? And more, I'm thinking more will. I think it's going to get better, but I think it's going to get yeah. a little worse before we see a, a turnaround mm -hmm. in that market. So, so you... you you have a market that's just just getting you know kind of thinned out, and then this this and, and I, I, I tell you I, as as you know I I'm, we're renting an Ave Maria because of our you know mm -hmm. situation with Hurricane Ian on Fort Myers Beach and and it seems like every day I see a solar company in a driveway installing panels, which again you know is great news, wonderful, yes. But after talking with you, I'm going, oh my goodness, you know I I. I would have never even considered. I would have never called uh, you about, "Hey, geez, Margaret, I'm I'm looking at installing solar panels. How's this going to impact my my uh, insurance next year when it's up for renewal?" So here's a real life scenario. I got a call from someone who's insured with a carrier. She did the right thing. She got this. Well, she should have called them before to let them know they were being added, yeah. but she called to say, "Okay, I, ha I have solar panels now." I need them insured. And they said, we, we don't cover solar panels and now you're not eligible for coverage with us. So she was paying under 3000 or just about 3000 a year. Her new insurance rates with a company that will take the panels is now $15,000 a year. Wow. So whatever savings from the electrical, you know, you have to balance that cost out. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, see if this is something that is worthwhile for your individual situation. And and it sounds like what you mentioned earlier, the other possibility, if you if it's even possible, can you go back to that insurance company and say, hey, give, give me the three thousand dollar a year policy and just exclude the solar panels? And they then don't have, want the exposure. Remember, yeah, they, they don't want the exposure. Ah. Um, so oh. if it's not eligible, then they, they can legally non-renew. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't seem fair, but that's this is the reality of yeah. what's happening right now. And mm. like I said, it's not that you can't it's not that you can't get coverage, but before you make the decision to get those panels, you also want to know what the cost is, how it's going to impact your coverage because yeah. depending on the number of panels, that needs to be added to the dwelling value of your home. So your insurance is definitely going to go up. Yeah. Just because the replacement cost of the home is going up, which is also going to impact, in most cases, your hurricane deductible. I'm sure you're familiar with the hurricane deductible after this storm. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it, it can be yeah. painful. Yeah. So, you know, um, just some food for thought when it comes yeah. to the panels. They're wonderful. Um, they can be cost effective as far as the electrical bill, but on the other end of the scale, you want to make sure it keeps your insurance in balance as well. And it's not going to yeah. jeopardize your current coverage because we are in what's called a hardened insurance market right now. There's yeah. just not a lot of choices out there. Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about that poor soul who, we got the news that their policy is now $15,000 a year instead of $3,000 a year. Um, and 
dang, yeah, we need to get this message out there again, not to, to, to downplay the importance of solar, but simply just, just go in with open eyes. So you know what, what you're getting into. And, and hopefully this is a short term thing. I, you, you would think at some point, not only does the insurance industry, uh, figure things out hopefully with the help i guess the the state's gotten involved at this point has has the government stepped in a little bit or i think eventually they will they will Mm. have to catch up but you know that's that's off in the future and what i'm concerned about is the the present the right now And, and there's so many people struggling with just you know people are already seeing the rate increases and we haven't even seen the E in rate increases yet. I know. So, I know. I'm, I'm dreading that. <laughs> it's, but I will say uh, it's going to be a tough couple of years, but it will get better. Yeah. yeah. Now, better. for something like that, you know, Hurricane Ian, is that something that impacts, do you think? I mean, again, this is new territory, so so you probably don't know the answer, but I'll put it out there uh, because we have listeners I, I know all over the state of Florida. Um do you think it impacts just the kind of this area that was impacted Southwest Florida or does, does the cost kind of get spread across the whole state? So that's a great question. And what, what, what we're looking at, I think we had Ian and, and I think we also had Nicole that impacted other areas of the state as well. Sorry. Now there, you know, word got out about the solar issue. They're already, they're already calling you, Margaret. <laughs> Sorry, we open at nine. Oh, oh. yeah, But go, go ahead. You were saying that Nicole and, and uh, Ian impacted uh, Florida. Nicole and Ian. Yeah. Um, and it's also the size of, of, of what Ian was and how many homes it impacted. And yeah. don't forget, we were already a struggling insurance market before That's Ian. Right. So... Yeah. It's yeah. not like we just had the Ian to worry about. This industry was in trouble before Ian. Yeah. So on the positive side, it did it did bring some meaningful legislative changes that we're waiting to see how how that will yeah. um, help the industry. Yeah, but that's yeah. another topic. Yeah. So. There could be some uh, light down the road, but it's it's probably at least a year or two. It sounds like, and um, uh, so yeah, yeah, maybe um, depending on from a solar standpoint, may, maybe uh, you hit the pause button, or again, at least you you go in with these new numbers and and can get a uh, at least a, a better sense of what's to come insurance wise before you make that decision and then factor that into the savings because hey obviously the savings are impressive but they- you know there and it's it's about the savings it's about the environment yeah, so yeah. you want to balance all of that out yeah. but you have to be able to sustain your your lifestyle and 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 keep your insurance as well so yeah. it's just information you know yeah. someone might have a carrier that is fine with it and is okay with net metering. And, yeah. and that's great. Then you just have to worry about adding the value for the panels to the replacement cost of the yeah. home yeah. so that there's proper coverage in place. But really it is an eligibility issue. And, yeah. you know, every year um, you should review your policy because if you make changes that the insurance company or the agent doesn't know about, how can you be protected? How can you, you know, how can you know? So again, just when shopping for the panels, just 
think about my advice is to think about, okay, I have to check with my insurance agent or my company um, to see how this will affect my insurance coverage and rates. I guess the, the message there is, yeah, use your insurance agent as an important advisor. Uh, and, and it speaks beyond just solar because I, I, back in Pennsylvania, when our kids were young, we uh, uh, had the idea. When, what am I trying to say? We, we placed a trampoline in our backyard. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and fortunately or unfortunately, our insurance agent uh, was a runner great, great guy. And, uh, he would run behind our house was a, a wooded area an open field. And then a, a back access road that he could actually see our backyard. And I got a call one day and he says, did you put a trampoline in your backyard? I said, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bring the kids out. We said, your policy doesn't cut you. Get yeah. rid of it basically. <laughs> so yes. Yes. A, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, like solar, trampolines, other things uh, before you maybe make that investment, talk to your agent and uh, make sure it's one, coverable and two, it doesn't impact your your renewal, especially in this day and age of uh, the insurance. Uh, God knows what's coming down the road from a premium standpoint. <laughs> we just don't know. We're, yeah. we're hoping yeah. for the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'll, you know, I will stay optimistic until um, until I see otherwise. Yeah, yeah. It'll all work out, but, you know. Yeah, we're going to hit a couple of bumps. It's, yep. it's not going to be, sm- you know, a smooth uh, couple of years. I will, I'm, yep. you know, I want to be realistic. But I also, you know, sometimes people see what's going on and they think it's going to be like this forever. And this is not the first hardened market that I myself have been through. And that's why I believe there is light and relief on the yeah. other side. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, it is a business and, uh, you know, it's, it, there are market swings, right. And, and there mm-hmm. are times where, uh, companies pull out and times when companies go back in because there's money to be made. So, uh, when it gets competitive again is when we see maybe a drop in rates, but that may, may, may take a few more days. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> more than a couple. <laughs> Uh, all right, Margo. Well, I'm uh, glad you're able to uh, spend a few minutes sharing that. It really important information. Uh, looking forward to getting that out there uh, to yeah. the world. And uh, we will see you next episode. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for listening to the Insurance Talk with Galazano Insurance Podcast. To learn more about Galazano Insurance, go to www.galazano.com. That's www. G-A-L-E-Z-A-N-O.com or call 239-202-0233.